We get stuck on style. See, Mitch Trubisky is style. You know what substance is? What I a saw. guy that can go up against the best two years in a row. That means they game plan for him, Pete. They specifically said we're going to make him do what he's not good at. It's the future. Down in distance. On WGNRadio.com. Bama can hold him out. Perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson. Touchdown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Down the Distance, DAD Pod on Twitter. I'm your host, Jared Payton, alongside my other host, my co-host, Sean Davis, SD2Mikes on Twitter. I'm at Payton P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. SD, man, a lot of stuff to get into. It doesn't matter that, you know, we're a couple days removed. Still doesn't matter. It's still fresh up there. And I know both of us have this passion for college football probably more than pro football. I think we both love both. When we talk about football, if we're talking about the Bears, yeah, we talk NFL. But most of the time we're talking football. We're talking about college. We're talking about guys that have the possibility of making it to the league, the guys that we know are going to be drafted, some guys that we look at and go, hmm, who is this? And where can he play? Where can he fit in? What kind of system? So football is our passion. What we had a chance to see the last game of the year in the national championship game, it's kind of one of those things where it lived up to everything that I was hoping for. You know, when you hope for a good game, and especially a rematch, you never know how a rematch is, is going to kind of pan itself out. But when you have two big-time teams, two big schools with a lot on the line, I mean – that's that's the thing that jumps out to me about that game Monday night was the fact of Nick Saban going for sixth nat- national championship, fifth with the Crimson Tide. And to see that 35 years since the last time that Clemson stood on the top of the college football mountain, now they're back. And it, Dabo Sweeney, Dabo hit me with something in his press conference. There was no upset tonight. It's the last thing I told him when we left the locker room. I said, when we win the game tonight, I don't want to hear one word about this being an upset. The only upset's going to be if we don't win the dadgum game. I don't want to hear one word about it. This is an expectation. The last thing I told him, we expected to win the game. We expected to win it last year. Uh, When we take the field, we expect to win because we work our tails off. And we got a committed group of people, uh, staff, players, everybody. And, uh, you know, this, with this game right here, uh, we beat the last seven national champions, all of them, this year. He talked about in that press conference about how, about how uh, we, we thought we were going to win. You know what I'm saying? This ain't an upset. I didn't get that. That, that kind of shocked me. It did? Yeah. A lot of people in the call. I think the radio call, I think it was Sean McDonough right before the final snap was like Clemson has a chance for one of the biggest upsets. I'm like, did you not see the game last year? Like, this is not this. I think we've I've said it all year. There's one team that can beat Alabama. Yeah, it's just the way I felt. There's one team that could beat Alabama. So it really wasn't about the journey at Alabama. It really was about Clemson not tripping up. Yeah. And getting back there. Period. 
Because you knew Bama was going to be there. You knew Bama would be there. But for me, it was a, for me, I knew what number four was. That's why I was confident. Dude. It's big time. Forget translating to the NFL, all of that talk. I knew what number four was. Number four did it last year without his top two receivers. They both were suspended. Yeah. So now this look, year they both played. Difference makers. Difference makers. Mike Will is a, is a beast, man. You just made yourself a lot of money, a young man. A lot of money, young man. I mean, just just watching him. I think one during the game, going back and forth, flipping through Twitter. You know, I came across your. You know, when you refresh and next thing you know, like the first thing that pops up is the first tweet, is your tweet, and it said, uh, "Mitch Trubisky, huh?" Yeah. Question mark. Really? Really? Like that's the guy? That's the number one quarterback. That's that's who scouts are rolling with. Okay, so this is this is this is kind of where I wanted to go with this. I'm glad. I'd love to see how the wave is going right now. So I tweeted out. Are Bears fans sitting at home watching their future quarterback in this national championship game? And a lot of retweets, a lot of favorites. And I started to to think about that game elevated him. So back-to-back years, you pass for over 800 yards on Alabama's defense. This year, um, I'm not the best defense in college football, and you have great performances. You took care of the football. Which one thing during the season, that's where I thought this team would have some type of slip up. When I look when I looked at what Deshaun Watson, what seventeen interceptions, I was like, maybe this is maybe this might not be the same year as last year and how do they get back? But they found a way to be able to dig it out and get their way to the playoff after the playoff to get in the playoff and do what they did to Ohio State. I mean, Ofer Ofer, nothing, and then to come and have the game that they had of being behind, double-digit comeback. We talk about in that last five minutes what there was three touchdowns. I mean, it was like boom, 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 and to see number four take his team down, that 88-yard drive to me, Sean, was was when I was like, okay, his dude just went down. But everybody, I I feel like people are talking about it, Sean, but the thing is – that Bama defense wasn't used to being on the football field that long. It's a lot they, of plays. They targeted going into the game that they wanted to get to 85 plays. They felt like if we get to 85 plays, we will win this game. They went They went over that. So just think about it. Bama is that team that wears you down and gets you to the fourth quarter and then presses on you, and then you fall over. See, you this, lean over. This is another thing. 85 plays. I think they ended up with 99 total. 99 total. A lot of people had a problem with the game plan for Clemson coming out early. And why do you keep trying to run into this front seven? Those are body punches early in a boxing match. You have to. You have to. You just can't come out and let Deshaun just take 99 pass attempts, drop backs, and give that defense 99 attempts. To get at him. And early on, early on, he got clothesline, hey, bro. High load. Yes. So don't tell me this stuff about his size and he he I, let me let me say something real quick about that Bama defense. 
Yo. Early on. Who the impressed day. you the most? This is who impressed you the most on that defense? Because I want to get into something that Chris Carter, we'll throw that in there. Chris Carter said about Alabama defensive backs once they translate uh, to the NFL. I don't know, man. Um, the most. I don't know. I was more. I was more taken back by the the speed, the strength, and and those those linebackers who are the not traditional Bama linebackers that you're used to seeing of the bigger bigger guys, but more athletic now in this defense and being able to move side to side and the speed. It, it, it was just a different. It was different, man. I watched these dudes walk, run off the field after three and out, and I watched them, and I said, I talk a lot of trash about, you know, my old one team and how things would go and all this stuff. It'd be a little – it'd be a test. And not, it'd be, it's a test against that defense, bro. They – just the way that they play, how sound they are, you can see why guys are ready to just jump to the NFL right away and not miss a beat, bro. If you guys played Bama, you would win by like ten. Especially if you had, if it was that offense. Well, that that offense, offense against your defense. Oh yeah, it wouldn't. No, no. I don't think they but, get past hey, midfield. Can, can we can we talk about one of the other big things? Jalen Hurts, man. That offense was kind of. The freshman put up thirty-one points. I know, but still, just the in you 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 win that game if you can run the football. Bo Scarborough went down what in the third, right before the fourth. Right before the fourth, yeah. and I think the if drive he, he went down the drive right before. And I think they if he if he's the on the football quarter. field, yeah, it's, it's a di- it's 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 different. Things are a little bit different because you talk about body blows. That's what he was doing, and that's what he was he was serving it up. Fourth quarter came, and when you can't that this that Bama offense, I think he was, was out there for about three of those three and outs. In the third quarter, Bo was he was there. He was there. So the the Clemson defense had kind of clamped down because they were having problems with the stretch play. Yeah, to Cam Robinson's side. I don't know about him in pass pro, but run blocking. Cam Cam had some. They were talking about some uncharacter mistakes, but I think it's just it's the game. False starts. False starts. It's just things like that. They called a holding on him that actually wasn't on him. It was on the tight end. So, so okay. So, we talked about. He's on your draft board, too, Where where Chicago Bears. Where do you go? Where do you go with that third pick if you're the Chicago Bears? Because more than likely, it the, scene, the scene where Deshaun and what he does and how he kind of, like, took his game to another level, more eyes, he might not. Even if, even if it was the case, I'm not saying you take him at three. Even if the case – he might be gone before before three. Did Allen jump off? Did he jump out to you in that game? No, but you just know that he's you know he's a guy that man. He didn't Ruben Foster jumped off the screen. Okay. I Harrison think. the safety jumped off the screen. Those two guys jumped off the screen. But then um, But not at three though. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not saying take yeah, him, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying Cam Robinson jumped off the screen. And his run blocking. Yeah, I already knew. What I'm saying, Allen, he just didn't. I know everybody's saying he's top five. 
he didn't jump off the screen. So are you at number three? Are you just getting somebody that's going to be consistent? Sometimes, I mean, depending on where you go and who you got coaching you, man, being consistent, he's all right. looking where he came from. I mean, he's not Marcel Darius, so he's not about to physically impose. That, that's my question. If I'm going to go get somebody at three, I'm going to go get one of these guys off the edge. I get you. I mean, if Miles Garrett is there, please, I'm begging. I am begging one of the two teams in front of us, the Chicago Bears, to take Trubisky. Please, please, please take him. Please take him. Please take a quarterback because that pushes everybody else down. Please. Sounds like the Browns really, really like Trubisky. Take him. He's from Cleveland, right? I think so. Yeah. Take him. Take him. Garrett goes to two. Fine. That means there are a lot of guys right there. I'll tell you another guy. Who? This hooker kid. Malik Hooker. Yeah. The safety from Ohio State. Talk about safety problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every game I've watched of Ohio State, even against Clemson, did you see that interception? Which one? On the the one on, at, the at the end zone? Yes. The ground he covered? Yes. He can't. Mm. That's Jabril Peppers is not that. Oh, no. He's not that. I just don't see them. If even that, like, We know how big of a need that is, right? We know how big of a need. Just, if you don't love, this is my issue. If you don't love, if Miles Garrett is gone and you don't love Allen or Cam Robinson, Trade down. Go get Hooker. Because that's day one. It's day one. That's day one it's free the, safety. It's kind of like that uh, that, that that seven you just got out, you just out the box. You just. Day one. Already fresh. charged. Already charged. Already charged. You don't even need a screen protect. And that might be blasphemous to some Bears fans. Trade down from the third spot. Hey. Look, this is one of the deepest. If you're talking about playmakers, yes, you impact need, players. You need impact They're players. They're talking about Deshaun Watson going late first, second. I don't know, dude. I'm talking about what the experts and the I scouts don't, I are don't. saying. That's what I'm saying. I get it. I'm with you. I just don't. I think he's boosted up a little bit. Yeah. Interesting comments by Chris Carter, though, who spoke uh, on Fox Sports. Well, you'll get picked off, but if they run two slants, if you pass it off, it's going to be a touchdown, too. There's only two combination of routes the receiver's going to run in that set, all right? They got a goal line defense. They got a five-man front, all right? The first play you showed, they had two linebackers in there. Correct. They had seven guys. The last play, they had eight guys in there. Mm -hmm. Eight guys in the box, single on the left, the solo side, Mm -hmm. man outside. Now, they got a five-star recruit, okay, because this should be noted. They got 25 five-star recruits in this game. Clemson's got a walk-on on. So this game, we shouldn't even be down to one play. First of all, St. Nick, all right? Because you truly got out-coached because you had the superior football team. Watch New England in the Super Bowl. One of the guys has to get at a different level, all right? Well, you should have said that. One of the guys has to get at a different level. You can't have both the guys on the same level because it's the advantage to the offense. You're better off pressing the guy on the line of scrimmage. And he's the least athlete. Tony Brown is a more physical guy, a linebacker. Yep. He should have came up and pressed the slot, all right? The outside guy like Malcolm Butler mm-hmm. should have played off. So then he can't get picked. 
But my problem with Alabama, not only did you run the wrong defense, I understand that coverage, but it was the wrong technique. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have a problem with Alabama's DBs when they transfer over to the National Football League. All they do is a bunch of holding and grabbing. And that's what you see there. You don't see the guy moving his feet. He didn't even have a chance to set a pick because the DB grabbed him, which made it better for the wide receivers. Now, that's interesting because he talked about Alabama's defensive backs not being able to translate to the NFL because of technique. Now, Nick Saban, who is known as one of the best coaches, and he coaches the secondary, I found that very interesting. He talked about that last play. They come out, 31 set, running back offset. You know what's coming. He's a Belichick disciple. We know what Belichick does. Bear look, just like in the Super Bowl, but the inside guy that's covering the slot comes up. The defensive backs can't be on the same level. They have to stagger. So you stop the possibility of that pick play. So once those defensive backs are on the same level, there's nothing you can do. And by the way, it wasn't a pick. For those people that are claiming that that was a pick and it was illegal, it should have thrown a flag, the defensive back was never touched. He went around the receiver and his man. Just a brush, you know what I'm saying? If he had gone and ran into them, possibly saying, look, if I go around, I'm not getting there. Let me just run into this guy and see if I can get a penalty. Yeah, you but, know as soon as you go around, it's a wrap. Yeah, but it, to me it doesn't make – you're, you're at, the, at the hands of the, of the offense and the quarterback at that point because what are you going to do? You're, you're head up with both, both guys, two receivers to the right, Next thing you know, you see a guy coming across. To me, it would just make sense for the inside guy to take that guy, that outside guy. If you see him running, just call the switch. Yeah, just him come up and knowing that and watching the receiver come across because as soon as it's off a first jump, you have the outside receivers going first. He's 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 taking his first steps before he's trying to get there as fast as he can inside to create that separation. And why not either? Either you get up real, real close or give yourself some space to be able to make some type of switch, knowing then that that's coming and that you've seen it actually before. To You can't tell me defensively that they, have, they did not watch that same play over and over again leading up to the game down there on the goal line. Bears defense, much improved this year. If they're, if they're healthy next year as they currently stand, do you have them as a top 10 defense? Say it again. The Bears defense currently with what they have on the roster, if healthy, are they a top 10 defense? We're talking about the improvement of Leonard Floyd, the impact he can have. Yeah. I don't know. They're, I mean, they were vastly improved. They're vastly even improved. Even with the back end being suspect. It all depends. Yeah, I think it all depends. Because, I mean, guys, all healthy, it's still weird because Pernell McPhee was never really all healthy. You know what I mean? So I'm, And neither was Eddie Goldman. So. No, and so two, two of those guys, having those guys, yeah, when you start really thinking about it, Tracy Porter played all the entire year. Yeah, he was injured. If he's healthy, I think, I mean, he 
early on played well, you could start seeing that things were You got your kids, DeAndre Hall. DeAndre Hall. Before he got hurt, um, he played pretty good. They could be. Which leads me to this next question. We talk about defense, and most people want the Bears to go defense. We talked about the safety position. We talked about defensive line in the draft. You saw some pretty good tight ends. That's another need for the Chicago Bears. Both of those teams Monday night had some pretty good tight ends. I think you would take either one on this roster. I like Leggett. You like Leggett? That catch that he made. That catch to get them down to the five yard huge. line. Huge after what drop it after he dropped one the previous drive on, previous on third drive. down when yeah. he was open. He stopped his route. Yeah, and so to come back and make that play. Yeah, I let you. I thought he was a man. I thought they would use him more, especially. And I have a tweet that I was that I didn't send out, but it was the fact of when Bama really jumped into having that single high safety that that gave them that opportunity to be able to use him in the middle of the field. And that throw, that throw that he made, that Watson made to Leggett after moving in the pocket and moving to his left and then making that throw was just ridiculous. Up to, like, it wasn't a scene. I don't know if it was a scene, but it was. And it's amazing that they really baited Alabama to come out of their too high safety look. They baited them. With the outside runs, the running game, those are those body shots early in the game. That's why you do that, to get the team to react to what you're doing. Because eventually they started making some small plays. And the fact that they had absolutely no one that could defend Renfro. No. No one. For For the second year straight. Second year got off. He made him some money too. Dude, he was oh, a He's going to be in the NFL. As a, oh, he is Wes Welker. Dude, is oh, nice. Yeah. Like, super nice. Yeah. There was a lot of money being made Monday night. Not just by the NCAA. Yeah, they made money. They made big money. Question for you Where does this game sit in all time greats? I've seen a lot of different websites rank this game. Some have it at number two. I can't dispute that. Number one is the USC and and in uh, Texas game. That's what a lot of people have. They had this game as number two, and then Miami Ohio State number three. I think you could kind of mix and match two and three depending on the drama, because we had a lot of drama. What was in three? Ours. Three was ours. It's two thousand and two. Ohio State. Yeah, that's what they had three. They had they they had this year's national championship game number two. I mean, I'm cool with that. Honestly, you could interchange two and three if yeah. you want to. Yeah, that Fiesta Bowl would have to be number three because it was BS in my opinion. Well, I mean, when you have an ending like that, it was only dramatic, and it only went to overtime because of a controversial call. So it's like, and you know. You know how you. I'm a Notre Dame fan, but you know, really dirty hit on Willis. It's a lot of things about that game that just didn't sit well with me. There's a lot of no disrespect to Ohio State. It just that game just didn't sit well with me. I'll tell you another great game. That Virginia Tech Florida State game that was in there too. I think that was number four. Yeah, that was a 
That was a great game. That was a great game, too. Pete Warwick put on a show. Don't, you don't Mike Vick put on a show, too. I was a huge Peter Warwick fan, so I watched that. Like, that dude Peter Warwick was a beast. I don't know. Well, I know why he didn't translate to the league. But I don't think people understand the work needed. Unless you are super elite. Yeah. Like, Mike Williams is just but don't, his but, skill but, set. But think about think about it, though. You don't. T- you can't. You're telling me Peter Warwick wouldn't nowadays in the slot somewhere. Yeah, I feel but like that's they the play problem. Outside, you have to master the slot. Okay, I get it, but you I mean, mean the route tree. So you're saying it's his getting preparation. open preparation. Yeah, yeah because this, this is not. You're not about to run Just to the left and then take it all the way back. Not in the NFL. No, not, not in right. the NFL. You ain't my doing friend. The, not the video. Not game in the stuff. NFL, my friend. I had a lot of people on Twitter. Some scouts saying that Deshaun Watson didn't show ability to get away from the pass rush. And if he struggles against Alabama, then how is he going to do in the NFL? I don't know what game they watched. I have no clue. I don't get it. Because that one, what I thought he was sacked. Oh, and then he, he took, got he away. And he took a hit after that he, one? Yes. Yeah, he took from a Allen. hit. Yeah. But so the he, throw was, he just missed it. I know, but he took a hit. I, I don't understand what people need to see from this kid. You know what we get stuck on? Style. We get stuck on style. See, Mitch Trubisky is style. Yeah, but he's 6'4, 230. No, you let's say no, nice no, no. Agility, no, no. Just say this. Looks good. Measurables. Measurables. That's that's, that's what that's what you get stuck that's style. on. Style. Yeah. Right? You know what substance is? Yes, what I a saw. A guy that can go up against the best two years in a row. That means they game plan for him, Pete. I know. They specifically said we're going to make him do what he's not good at. We're going to take away his strengths. Yeah. You could tell early on he didn't really want to run, and I know why. I mean, when you take a couple of just He wanted hits, to make it to the second half. I know. You have to you in have that to. game. You can't. Dude. Just can't come out there running. Don't, but you could tell the third quarter he was running a little bit more confidently. Oh, yeah. They came out A little more bit confident. faster. Absolutely. Dabo told him at halftime, yeah. we're good. We are good. We're gonna win this game, and I, I, you know what? Shame on me, honestly. Shame on me, Sean. Because I didn't give I didn't give them enough credit. I picked them to win the game. I had the score messed up. I picked them to win the game after changing my mind. But all season, I was like, "There's no way that this team is 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 ready." I think it was around the the Louisville game. I was like, hey, "They're good, but can they?" They found a way to get there and to progress as the season went on. And there's something to say about but guys. You can, speak te- to, you can speak to that. Yeah. What is it like? Because that second season that you guys played Ohio State, you almost lost to Boston College. Yes. So talk about it's, how difficult it is when you know you know who you are, you know you're the best or one of the best, but you still have to go through the process of getting there. It's almost like boredom. Yeah. It's like you already – it's already you know that you know you know everything, but you you still have to go and take the test, right? And if you take the test, you mean you know it all. So it's it's hard. Because and then they, losing a game or having a BC game is almost like you know the information, and all of a sudden you draw a blank you draw in the blank test, and you better figure out a way. Slow down your breathing. Yeah, or and then and then. And just bring everything back to your remembrance. And you know what was great about seeing both of these teams back 
for a second round, you talked about it, is the game plan. Because they went, they knew what was going on, and they went back and watched film from last season. They went and watched film from all teams. So it was like, man, the buildup of the game plans to figure out how to stop both sides. And it just goes to show that in the game of football, and I don't care what level you're talking on, the quarterback position, especially in college football, if you have a dominant quarterback that can do it all, that's a triple threat, gives you a chance to win. It just gives you a chance to win, man. And number four showed the, showed all the doubters out there that, listen, Sean, I don't need to see anymore, dude. Two years in a row, you put up 800 yards, bro, on an Alabama defense back-to-back years in the biggest game on the planet, right? Yep. Come on, man. I don't need. I don't need to see more. Do I want? Do I? From right now, now moving forward with him, yeah, he's got to get into a system. He's got to get comfortable. Reportedly, he's going to the Senior Bowl. He's got to figure out a way to cut down on those turnovers. Guess which team is coaching at the Senior Bowl. I know. They get a whole week with him. The Bears. Now, that's that's the issue. If you're the Bears at three and you fall in love with him, then you really trade down. Yeah, because then you know. Because you know. We're getting him. Let's trade down, pick up an extra pick. We can get him and solve another issue. Yeah, you might See? have to do that. Yeah, because if you fall in love, you don't have to get him at three. Let's say he ha- let's, but let's say well, we have to see how it plays let's out. Let's say it plays out. Let's see how his workouts go. Let's say yeah. he starts killing that, that buzz. The train might be. Dude, people, I already know where it's going to go. It's going to go the same route that it went with Cam Newton. It's going to go the same route it went with Russell Wilson who balled out in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. We know how this is going to go. He's going to have detractors. And somebody's going to have to fall in love with him. Jerry Richardson just fell in love with Cam. No one predicted Cam to go number one overall. I thought so. Nah, they didn't predict that. I did. They didn't predict it. You did, You too. did. You did, too. I did. We were in Why? Because I saw what he did to Alabama. Remember what we, we talked about this. Remember the the remember the I'll never forget that day with the article that came out. Absolutely, the things that were said, <laughs> the things that were said about he's him. He's not a leader. He's not all a leader. that type of stuff. Come on, man. All right, we can see through all that. Mitch Trubisky, huh? Hey, man, this dude couldn't beat out Marquise Williams. Real quick, man, before I got to get out of here, but so D Rose situation. Yeah. Um, when it first hit, I didn't know what was going on, so it just was a little odd. I was more worried about him as a person. Was he okay? Because I was watching Twitter, watching social media. They can't find him, and I'm like, okay, this is not good. And then now we started to see how everything tra- what transpired, and so a couple of days removed, your thoughts just on – Kind of every how everything played out, and by when him going back to to New York and greeting the media, I think the Knicks have done an incredible job of covering up what's really going on. Um, let's just lay it out like this: Derrick Rose 
went to the morning shooting round. He was there at the facility. Um, some things over the weekend in the past couple of games have been transpiring. Some things that he wasn't happy with. That along with the fact that he has struggled with being away from his family because that's who he is. I have to warn people. This is one of the most genuine athletes you will ever meet when it comes to how he's feeling. You might not like what he says. You get upset when he says, I'm thinking about my next contract. But when you ask him, what did you think about over the summer? He's genuinely telling you, this is what I was thinking about. I'm not giving you any PC, something just for you to hear and feel good about. Like, man, this is me. This is who I am. His motivation for the money is his family. That motivation of, in my opinion, that motivation of the game and what he might have had, it's gone. That fire is gone. It's been put out by betrayal, narratives, and a fan base that has so much vitriol for no reason. Because your vitriol is based upon either him getting injured or him saying something. Don't make sense. So with that being said, you put all of that together, you get the situation that happened. Told his driver to take me to the airport. Driver took him to the airport. About an hour before game time, 30 minutes before game time, Nick's called the driver. He informs them I dropped him off at the airport. So the Knicks knew he was okay. So let's stop all this. The Knicks didn't know if he was okay. Stop. They knew he was okay. They knew he got dropped off at the airport. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out where Derrick Rose more than likely is headed to if he's getting on a plane. Chicago. You know, yeah, it's just people are being really illogical when they're looking at this situation. Like, oh, my God, he was missing. Look, we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry and company. You don't think they had access to whomever to figure out if he got on a flight, what flight he got on. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's let's stop. And Frank Isola called BS on the Knicks and everything they said about the situation from jump immediately after the game. Like he called BS on this whole missing thing. Everybody can get into semantics. Well, he was missing. He didn't tell anybody where he was. He was, he was missing from his team. All right, cool. They spoke to the driver. They knew he got dropped off at the airport. If they can put one and two together, they knew more than likely where he was headed. And they got in contact with him after he landed. Can't talk to anybody on the plane. It's about an hour and a half ride from New York. So that's about an hour and a half. You're not going to be able to talk to him. All right. Another thing, none of his associates knew where he was. How did he get from the airport to where he went? To his mom's. How did he get there? You think Derrick Rose took an Uber? No. You think he took a cab? No. Oh. 
Someone mm. came and picked him up. Somebody came and picked him up, which means they had to know what time he was getting there, which means they had to know before he got on the plane in New York. Let's be logical here, people. Stop falling into these narratives and just use some common sense, man. Nobody wants to when it use comes to Use some Derek. common sense. Like he was not, when you say the word missing, I'll get perfect example. I'll leave it at this because it kind of coincides with certain things that might have transpired. Let's say you and Trish yeah. get into a, a disagreement. Right? Yeah. Trish leaves home. Okay. You call her. She doesn't pick up the phone. Is she missing? No, she just needs some, she needs some, some space. Okay. She needs and a break. Isn't that what he said yesterday? Yes. He needed some space. So something went on. And he so said I was went to spend time with my mom, which are both factually true. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Be logical, people. Stop falling for the okie doke, man. Stop falling for the okie doke, please. And I'll just throw this tidbit out there. I'm not even. I'm not even sure PJ's even in the country. I'll just leave it at that. So all of these reasons, these excuses, reasons excuses. Hear people talking about an extra baby. If there is an extra baby, he's not married. It's not a scandal. Who cares? Everybody's trying to like, make dude. It. Everybody's trying to get clicks. And ratings. Stop getting trying Stop. to get clicks, man. So what? If he does have another child, so what? That's his business. That's his business. To be honest, on the respect level, you come out and put that on the radio? Really? And trying to create a buzz? As if it's a scandal? If he had another well, if child. You if you don't wait, know, wait. if you don't really know the facts, why are you saying Once that? again, let's be logical. You know how he is about his son. If he came to see another child, why would he hide? You know how he is about PJ. He's not married. He's not in a position that he has to hide if he, he has a child. He doesn't have to hide. I have, I have incredible sources. All right, fine. If it's the case, it's the case. But it's not a scandal. It's not a, he's not married. And unless I see Elena, who's his girl, who happens to be from Chicago, unless Elena says something, she tweets something, an angry Instagram or something. Really? Really? This is, man, this, this is crazy. Hey, man. I'm not sure even, I don't know if he even, wants another contract mm. i'll leave it at that just leave don't say anything else nothing else to be said sean davis i appreciate you man i really do you're the best down the distance jared payton at payton son p-a-y-t-o-n s-u-n sean SD2 davis mikes. sd2 mics pod on twitter as always we were here but now we are gone peace